On this episode, we are talking about how God has strategically placed you to address a breach in the wall. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and God has you in a place to put him first so that you can do what only you can do where God has placed you. We got a lot to cover in just a few minutes, so let's get into it right now. This is Your Faith at Work, the show that helps you get your faith out of the church and into the world. God is on the move right now in the marketplace and culture through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at ryanshoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Have you ever thought about what a wall does? I mean, a wall provides protection and it provides security. If you think about a wall around a city and when there's a breach, that's a problem. Now, a wall around a city would provide protection for the economic prosperity of that city uh, or of the community. It would provide uh, protection for the governing affairs of that city and uh, protection for women, for children, even the men in the city. But when there's a breach in the wall, well, then the enemy can come in through that breach, infiltrate the city, and could even do it in a unsuspecting way where we barely even notice. And all of a sudden, the enemy's in the middle of the city. What happened? Well, he snuck through the breach in the wall. So what should we do? Well, we should be looking for breaches in the wall in the wall around our city, around our home, around our community, around our state, our nation, and anywhere. And those those walls, could it could be a physical wall in a city, like I mentioned, but it could also be a wall, like a way of thinking or a particular morality or culture, those sorts of things. And there's if there's a breach and we see it, we what would you do? I mean, if you were literally working if you were literally in a city and you were near the part of a wall and you saw the breach and you knew what could happen, what would you do? Would you just ignore it and go on about your business? Or would you maybe think, well, maybe God showed me this breach so that I could do something about it, alert somebody or go fix it myself or just do what I can to keep the enemy from coming in through that breach or just warn everybody about the breach and keep an eye on it. And when I see it, when you see an enemy coming in, do something about it you know, address the enemy or address, you know, get more people to come and address the enemy with you. That's what you would do. And then you would repair the breach. So that's what we need to do today in the culture, in our work and in our families. When we see a breach that is near us, it's in proximity. We need to do something, not just sit by and just, you know, well, let it go and let the guy, you know, that's someone else's job. Well, no, maybe God, put you next to the breach because it's your job. Maybe there's something you need to do. And so you see, God gives us many things and, and sometimes we can be worried. Well, if I go address that breach, I'm going to, I might lose this or I might lose that. And I might, well, God calls us to obey, not to uh, make a decision based on uh, only on what could happen. We need to base I, first and foremost, it is based on obedience to the Lord. And if there's something in our power to do to influence and we don't do it, well, what's the Bible say? You know, those who know the good they should do and don't do it for them, that is sin. So what is the good that we should be doing and standing for? Now, I'm not saying we need to, you know, there's a, a way we need to walk this out with discernment and walk this out um, 
you know, in a way that that is uh, biblical and smart. But the way of the coward is not the biblical way. And so just being scared of something uh, happening is, is not a reason. Um, you know, we, you know, God says, the Bible says we will have suffering for doing good. You know, we, we, of course, people have suffering for mistakes they make. That's not what we're talking about here. Uh, but we need to take the stand. The enemy wants to steal, kill and destroy. And where does he do that? He does it at the breach in the wall. And that could be a morality. It could be a, the, the pro-life issue. It could be marriage. It could be something in your work. It could, you know, whatever it might be. It could be speaking at a school board meeting. It could be uh, standing up for just for what's right, standing up for someone next to you that's getting walked on or somebody who's not being uh, who's being talked over in a meeting or something like that. That that's a breach. That's a gap. That's not the kind of culture we have. You know, we talk about advancing the kingdom of God. That's representing the interests of the kingdom everywhere we go. That's advancing the interests of the kingdom. That's uh, spreading the way of thinking and the culture and the atmosphere of the kingdom of God. What is that? Well, we let's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Those are fruits of the spirit, those sorts of things. And just God's will, God's way. And so we stand up for people too. We stand in the gap for people. We stand in the gap for ideas. We stand in the gap for, uh, you know, policies and different things like that. And we need to start to think that way. You know, the enemy, it comes in like a flood and, but the, the spirit of the Lord raises a standard against it. Isaiah 50, 59, 18. Now we need to know that standard and we need to represent that standard. That standard is not stuck in your Bible. It's not stuck 2000 years ago. It's not stuck 4,000 years ago. No, you know, it's right now today that the Bible is living and active. It is applicable in every nation, in every time and with every people, you know, it's always active. It's always relevant because it's, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything, the greed, self-centeredness, corruption, all that stuff back in the day of Jesus was there since the fall of man. And it's here today. And it manifests itself differently, but not that differently. You know, power, control, money, those sorts of things. And we need to be standing in the gap. So what is next to you? What breach is next to you? You know, we stand in the gap with the truth of God's word. The truth will set you free. You know, that's what we need. You know, people are not liberated by uh, just, you know, kowtowing to whatever crazy ideas they have. You know, they may, they, you know, if somebody is going to drink a glass with poison in it, they're not going to be liberated by you affirming that they're drinking that is going to be safe. It's not going to be safe. What that you need to do is you need to plead with them to not drink it and uh, maybe even knock it out of their hand. And if they understood what was in, now I'm not saying we need to be violent or anything like that. Not, not at all. Get, get the metaphor here. You know, what I'm saying is stop worrying about how they're going to see you and react and whether they're going to like you or not for you saying the truth about a matter, you know? And like I mentioned, this even uh, goes for standing up for people. And we may need to stand up for people we don't agree with, not because we're defending their ideas because God does not love all ideas. He loves all people. Uh, and he died for everyone to have a relationship with him. And we need to do it in a way uh, that we honor God. And when we make a mistake, you just keep going, get up, you know, repent quickly and go back to do, doing what the Lord has. Don't be distracted by 
you know, oh, I didn't do this right. Or how should I do this? Exactly. Like get in motion, fast, imperfect action. That's what you need to do. Now you got to stay within the boundaries. Like I mentioned of what the Lord has and, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. And you need to seek him with that. We need to be in the word. You know, a lot of times we say, we're not hearing from God. I'm not hearing from God, but the Bible's collecting dust on the shelf. I always say that get the dust off the Bible, get in the word and just get in the word. God will. It's just like, as you swim in it, God will drop in more understanding because you're getting tuned in to the, his will, his way, you know, God's ways. Everything in your life matters. Everything has significance. You know, every detail, every little thing you're, you might be complaining about, every little thing that's bothering you, every little, you know, whatever it might be, that person at work or that person in the family or that person, you know, on the internet, whatever, that leader, that political leader that might be bothering you, you know, that's all God has a purpose in allowing this to happen. And it's provoking you. It's provoking something in your spirit. And so why not deal with it? You know, every, instead of complaining, we we should be looking at the Lord. All right, Lord, what do you have in this for me? What is this? What is this? You know, what are you, are you pruning something in me? Are you preparing me for something? Are you trying to reveal something to me? So I have more understanding. Are you trying to show me what's in my heart so that I can surrender it to you and glorify you more? You know, whatever, whatever it might be, you know, just seek the Lord in it, let him show you and let those little details that want to drive you to maybe a a bad headspace or whatever it might be. Let those be what drives you to the Lord? Because what's the enemy going to do? He's going to keep coming. He's going to keep attacking. He's going to keep that little thought that, that always takes you down that path or that person or that way that person talks. It's a hook in your mouth. And the enemy just has to throw that out like he's fishing and boom, he's got it. And now you can take it from there. So why not, instead of letting the enemy use that hook to take you away from God, let that be a signal to you to go closer to the Lord. You know, you're going to pray harder. You're going to seek God more. You're going to worship. You know, you're going to pray in the spirit. You know, you're going to read his word, whatever it is, you know, get it on a note card. Just do something, make a battle plan, but just resolve in your heart that you're not going to fall for the trap of the enemy. You're actually going to, when you see this coming, you're going to seek the Lord. You're going to go after him and you're not going to let the enemy have his way. You're going to let God have his way. Romans eight twenty eight. he uses all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Well, my friend, if you are a follower of Christ, that's you. You need to be seeking the Lord and understand that God will use everything for your good. And that includes that breach in the wall that you noticed, that you thought of during this conversation, that thing that you're thinking, or maybe those few things that you're thinking of. Seek the Lord. What can you do about it? And at a minimum, you can be praying about it. You can be reaching out to individuals and you can be ministering that way. And you can be asking the Lord for big things. You should be asking God for huge things, for small things, whatever it is. God should be always perpetually just answering your prayers because you pray in. If you're not asking for anything, you know, there's been times where I, I uh, put off asking God for something because I can't figure out how he's going to be able to do it. <laughs> how, how silly is that? You know, how, that's crazy because that's kind of the point. We need God to do it because we can't do it. And he wants to partner with us in that. And that's what we do. That's that co-laboring is partnering with the Lord. He got, he gives us things that we need to do. And we have things that we need to ask him. Only he can do We give him uh, permission, so to speak, or just an invitation to come in and invade this earth. We want to release his power here and stop bottling it up. You know, so what's that gap? What's that gap in the wall that you're standing next to that God has 
called you to do something about. Take that action and be blessed and and wait to see what God will do. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to ask you to head on over to ryanshoward.com slash bootcamp and get signed up for our free masterclass that we have that it's a five video course and it's going to be emailed to you and it's just seven to 11 minute videos. You're going to just get in there. There's some questions you can answer at the end of them. It's just going to get that thinking biblically about your work, about your life, those details, that sort of thing. So get on over there and check it out and we'll see you there. All right, God bless you and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.